Welcome to the Hot Young Designers Club podcast. I'm Rebecca Plum, your big sister. And I'm Sean Serha, your GBF. We're not that hot or that young. But we believe it's a state of mind that helps us build adaptable and profitable businesses. We rely on the support of our design besties to get through each day. So let's explore the emotional, practical, and humorous sides of being interior designers. Welcome to the club. Hi, Sean. What's up, Rebecca? It's thankful time. Yay, turkey season. Do you like turkey? Not particularly. It's a healthy choice. (laughs) You know, the (laughs) fact that we have about a gang of about 100 wild turkeys constantly um, terrorizing my neighborhood is kind of like taking the fun out of it for me. Oh, yeah. It'd be like being able to eat Halloween candy every day of the year. You don't want it anymore, but like having turkeys around all the time makes them less but it's exotic. Like, like if squirrels were a holiday treat, like, and then you saw them all the time, like they're just yeah. You'd be like, oh, whatever. That's like squirrels are the chicken now. Like they're, they're everywhere. But also like wild and gross. I don't think these turkeys are yummy. They're like stringy. Yeah, like they're just like I can see three right now, like mad dogging me from my neighbor's front yard right now. <laughs> and welcome to our new vegan <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Save the turkeys. Um, anyway, we are <laughs> we're here to drum up some gratitude. Yeah, it's what you you said. This episode was gratitude with a splash of vermouth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a little bit of attitude because that's how we are, and we're never going to be like saccharine and sweet. No, but we're never we're not the whole like hashtag grateful, hashtag blessed. gratitude, hashtag blessed. But like, <laughs> hashtag we are blessed, and I this is kind of like a forced call to action for myself, like. I'm feeling like curmudgeonly lately, so I think taking the time. You're already in your Scroogey spirit. Yeah, so I just need to like <laughs> take the time to like consciously, you know, yeah, unearth the gems when you're like digging through piles of manure. There's gems in there. Yes. <laughs> not everyone has a pile it's of manure. Not all a pile of, no, it's not. It's not all a pile of manure. Some of it has some uh, dirty laundry in there, and. No, I think in general, it's that idea that our lives just get so full, everything takes over, and things start to feel like less important because we're just inundated with so many things that feel important. And then we forget where there are highlights. And really looking back at like long arcs as we were getting ready for this episode, we were like, wait a minute, we're taking this back like through pandemic life. What are some things we're grateful for that have changed? And so now you look at the slow march of time and realize, wait, there's a lot of good things that have come from some of this. Yes. But first we want to do our little thanking to our listeners because, I mean, we would not be doing this if we... No, like we literally can't do this without the hottie support that we have. Otherwise we would just talk like normal. Like you would just... On the phone. You would just exchange memes on Instagram all the time. Yeah, I would just send you TikToks that you don't reply to. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry to air our dirty laundry on Ooh. air, everybody, but <laughs> busted. But no, otherwise, yeah, like there's no point in having these conversations if the hotties aren't there listening to us. And then quite actually, in this last six months here, the growth of the show and the ability of us to continue to do it with our businesses, 
And our client workload is not financially even possible without the support of our hotties on our Patreon. You know, we, so, every time we see a new thank you. sign up, it's so encouraging. And like, yeah, thank, yeah, thank think- the turkey gods for... <laughs> everything that you guys do the turkey gods have been angered by all the celebrating no we love it uh we've been every email every notification we get from patreon every notification we get from our resources page that someone bought something like we're texting each other and i'm like look look like somebody bought it and everyone matters so if you've thought like oh this isn't a big deal to them like no it it really is it is quite literally the only way we can have our editor for the show, which frees us up to manage our businesses and still do this. I feel like we say it a lot, but I really don't think all the hotties understand that everything makes a difference. Even Thank if you. you aren't able to contribute or sign up to anything, we just also love hearing feedback in your DMs. I mean, I have people that are just finding us that are listening to episodes that are two years old and they're still being helped by them. So it's just it's all encouraging. And we're going to do another little romper room shout out. <laughs> do you remember? You were probably romper room remember shout when out. She'd look in the mirror. I don't know if our audience knows <laughs> romper room. Is it, I'm it just going to bet. Or it was national, right? But also generational. Well, but we're a different generation. Right. Like, I recognize the reference. I could not tell you what it's from. Oh, okay. But I know it's a so thing. So she would look like, in a magic I, anyway. mirror and she would say, I see Sean and Rebecca that <laughs> you would list out and you'd hope to hear your name. So we're <laughs> like people who you were like kids who were watching the yeah, show. Yeah, I think they just made the names up, but sometimes. Oh, I kind of wish that they were real. Yeah. Okay. Well, so from our Patreon, I see Lauren, Allison, Danielle, and Jesse. Oh, and I see big thank yous to Christina, Jennifer, Frank, Corey, and Nicole. Thank you all for joining our Patreon over the last <laughs> couple of weeks. This is like, it's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so the show is, I know we're not 100% out of the pandemic, but we are a lot more out of it than we were a year ago. Yes. And I still have some personal exhaustion from what we've really been through the past three years in our industry especially it's been pretty relentless guys like it has but yes there actually have been some advances and kind of great adaptations yeah i agree yeah i mean (laughs) i'm like am i bought do i believe it yeah i believe it (laughs) let me sell it to you okay so yeah especially in our industry that is kind of i mean okay let's be real like not everyone's gotten on board and there's still I'm still filling out some paperwork by hand and faxing it in scanning it in yeah I know but a lot of companies have had website redos and made some technological advances which if you know us we fully fully appreciate and embrace yeah like thank god god I mean get with the program people yeah, even just the fact that like pre-appointment paperwork for some doctor's offices, they at least put the even if it's not an online form, if they just like put the PDF online so I can fill it out before or just I get make there. A fillable form. Thank you. Like, but also just like 
thank you for at least getting the PDF online for me at this point. Like that was a push for that industry. Sure. We have pushes for our industry, but like I think every industry, like most schools did not have online learning methods. And now mm-hmm. like literally our local university has some of their classrooms that don't even have air conditioning. And they're able to move those classes when it's like very hot this summer. They were able to move them to online instruction because they now have infrastructure and a process and a methodology that they can do around this. And it's like, thank God, like freaking finally. It's the organizations. But honestly, to me, it's the folks, like people in general now Get, like getting them out of their like status quo of how they do well, it i just feel like pre-2020 to ask somebody to go on zoom was like you would only ask somebody who was Torture. like a tech bro like you wouldn't have your 65 year old client go on a zoom <laughs> no I mean, I'm making broad assumptions, but I, I would never. I, could tr- I don't know if that. I could trust many of them, but now their kids have helped them download the app and set it up for them. <laughs> maybe not 65. I do have some clients who are older, and it's like, yeah, like them getting on Zoom to do something is not unheard of now. Like they know what to do. They know what it is, a which that would never have been a thing. Like now, it's, oh god, it's yeah, definitely part of like our culture and our zeitgeist. So it's not. Yeah, it's not weird to ask to put a meeting on Zoom. Like, it's a quick, like, backup plan. And we do it all the time just with us, or like, sometimes I was going to have I an use it a lot meetings. for clients still. Yeah, and it's I like, just a have, quick, like, you can make a quick change too, like, where it was going to be in person. Hey, it's not going to, I'm not going to get there. Let's just jump on Zoom. Like, it's not a big deal anymore. Yeah. I have, um, Related to my designer on call service, I have a private landing page on my website that's just for that. And it's basically just like, here are the direct links that go to my Acuity to schedule either a phone call or a Zoom. And through the pandemic, just like realizing how hard it is, people need to be isolated, whatever. Now I just direct them to that site. And it's so easy to just say, like the clients are like, you know what, we can't be in person. We had a COVID exposure, but we need to keep going. And I'm like, okay, great. Here's here's a link to that page schedule your zoom or schedule your schedule a phone call with me. Like you pick the time, you pick the dates. I don't need to email back and forth, find a time. Like, here you go. Yeah. And then they know what to do now. And the friction, like the friction's gone. Like people can, they're doing it without it being like annoying. They don't feel pushed off. They don't feel like, oh, you don't want to talk to me or you don't want to see me or how rude. Like there's none of that anymore. And I'm really happy for that. Yeah, so I, I love that, that. that was a fast track situation that we all did pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that mm-hmm. would have happened. I, I don't think that still would be in place if it hadn't been for the world shutting down. Right. So I think in our industry, the vendors and manufacturers, there's a lot, there's a lot of room for improvement and advancements. So if y'all are listening... And you've been trying to convince your corporate culture people to get your websites updated, tell them to listen in. <laughs> like, I don't know where I heard this. Maybe I think it was from the CEO, but Forehands employs more tech developers than they do salespeople. I mean, and their website speaks to that. Yeah. Constantly. And the photography speaks yeah. to that. And the 
the online methods of communication with them via the website speaks to that. And the like, amount of sales that they get from me and a lot of designers I know speaks to that. Like it's so easy. It's the ease. It's about the ease. It's about not having to wait for a, like, I'm sorry. I If there's reps listening, I love you reps. I like. Some of you really do write by me and I appreciate that. Now I can't say that for everybody because I know that I hear other designers talk about that. But like a a website that's basically just me sending a notice into the netherworld and hoping that a rep gets back to me in two weeks or can can properly communicate via email, that's that's hard to find. So the better the website, the easier you make it. Like I won't have headaches about talking to you as a company, as a vendor. And I'll want to work with you more because you make my life easier. Oh my easier. God, let me pay you when I place my order. Like to have to, to wait for a reply and a form to fill out to pay. What? Oh my God, my yes. Because I sometimes oh, forget. Yeah. Can you fill out this paper form and put trade references on it? And then just by the way, like we need all your credit references, but you're also just going to pay with a credit card. Like get Get it together. And get out of here. Like sometimes there's invoices that I thought were just acknowledgements because I forgot that they aren't actually, actually processing a payment. Yeah. <laughs> Send us a check. Like what? <laughs> oh my God. Seriously. But so that, some vendors So have, many vendors have yes. improved. I think people took the time to realize like, okay, we're not out there in person as much like we got we've got to like no one's looking at catalogs like we got to pivot so kudos to all you vendors who have improved your websites there are a few of you and and photography photography for the love yeah detail shots angled shots like lifestyle close-ups of the grain of the wood like lifestyle shots i need to see it in the room yes if i can get some in situ photos with everything like perfect love it done so much easier to sell like yes so those vendors have really made our lives a million times easier and they're putting peer pressure on the other vendors which i appreciate like i'm thankful for that peer pressure to be spread around the industry of hey guys sorry like the crappy website with one low res image for each product that ain't gonna cut it like, do and you know no it's inventory? not acceptable? Like, like, I don't know. It's out of stock, but for how long? Like, am I just supposed to keep asking you every day? Like, yes. I mean, you know, the whole inventory, like you mentioned that, and it reminds me of the fact that, like, the reason why Walmart was able to put so many other companies, like, to shame and out of business was because they had live tracking mm-hmm. inventory information. And they were, they could get to the point where they were like, holy moly, these paper towels are flying off the shelves at this store. Like, we need to get them more of those on the next truck. Like, Mm. immediately having software that told them, oh man, everyone's buying Reese's Pieces at this store. We got to keep Reese's Pieces on those shelves. Like, that's like our vendors. Our vendors need to know instead of just quarterly reporting, like, oh snap, we released 25 of these tables because they just got here and they're all gone already. Like, get quick, get more in production now. Like... And I would venture to guess that most designers, okay, not most, a lot of designers make choices mm-hmm. based on ease of ordering. Of course, the product has to be good. Of course, it ha- but that's like sure. barrier, like that's like your, you have to yeah. have that to be in the. Imagine how great that dining table would have to be if it was like beautiful and gorgeous, but it was so awful to get it ordered. Like, 
it would have to be such a fantastic product to get you to have a hassle, a, a hassle full process just to get yeah, it. Or like It'd have to be amazing from France and like, uh, yeah, one of a kind antique custom something. Like, yeah, but if it's like kind of same same and pricing's the same, I will always go towards the like easier transaction. Yes. Something else that I'm really loving, and I don't know how many people utilize these, but the 3D walkthrough showrooms on a few vendors' websites. Yeah. It looks like a real estate listing. It does. (laughs) And it's kind of obnoxious. It's not like you want to shop that way, but like, for instance, post High Point in the fall, we both had major FOMO. All of you who went. I'm jelly. Yeah, we were jealous. Same I mean, way. I'm not jelly of all the money that it takes for us to get there and the time that you lose and the productivity, but like... It looked good. Yeah. I want to I hang out with lots of designers again. It looked good and it looked... And just like we've been going to so many markets, I think it was like, oh shoot, like I missed a cycle of new stuff. So... <laughs> the FOMO was real. So for instance, like Norwalk, who we saw as upholstery, they had a lot of new releases and so they have a 3D... Sh- showroom on their website that they updated this week so they updated it like immediately after market and there was a lot of pieces that i was seeing on their instagram and i went through their walkthrough and was able to pinpoint what they were because you can kind of see the little signs and stuff and sometimes sometimes they're labeled yeah i could do better at that yeah i do wish there was some more hover features and every 3d tour is different but some brands do have like a They've tagged every product, so it's easy to get to, but that's not the same for every vendor. But I love anything that gets me there faster. Yeah, and sometimes it's just easier to walk through a showroom. If you're looking for a dining table, you want to kind of just scan the whole showroom for dining tables. So I've done that before. Like Dovetail has a really good 3D walkthrough of their LA showroom and not a great website. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, Dovetail, your website is not It is great. terrible to filter. So it was actually sometimes, e- it's sometimes easier just to walk through that little 3D thing. So I agree. It's fun. You see things like, yeah, in situ, in scale, which is also really helpful. So yeah, yeah, because some of that stuff when we were at market, <laughs> it's like you're like value engineered small, and you're like, wait a minute. If I didn't know any better, I would swear this is a full-size club chair, but it's actually a club chair for three-year-olds. Like, <laughs> I think some of that is like design, like things are scaled down. But yeah, if you thought it was something... Anyone. Our country is not getting smaller, though. Like <laughs> Physically, just looking at demographics, no. we are not trending down in height. Wait. That is not something we're grateful for post-pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> and Thanksgiving is only going to make it worse. Like, <laughs> But yeah, whatever the reasoning is, if you're expecting one it's thing, like it. it does. Yeah. Like, of course, we're always looking at measurements, but sometimes you're just kind of thinking it's something. So yeah, I wish every vendor had like a 3D turnaround tool, like a 360 turn it around tool, because... It just, to me, feels like it's so much easier to understand where there's like a little bracket or how does this attach together? Like the more we have at our fingertips as designers, the faster our selling process is to our clients of, you're not going to have to worry about this. Like I literally can see how it's put together. I don't have to take a loss on this because you didn't put something in your drawing. 
Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. But don't sleep on those 3D walkthroughs if you ever see them on a vendor website. Agreed. Okay. So we love our technology, but we love our people humans. Are, people are cool too. Yeah. <laughs> people are cool. I have generally just found clients to be... Clients are anybody, actually. Clients, some of our vendor reps, everybody. They've just been generally much more compassionate about all of life, whether it's kids who are home from school, having, you know, being sick, not being able to travel for something. Like, everybody kind of gets it now. We're trauma-bonded. Yeah, like, okay, we get it. Like, your kid had a a runny nose, and of course, the school told them they have to go home. And we don't want to be around it. Like, no one wants to be around that anyway. So, like, let's all just not spread it. Yeah, like, let's not go around everybody when we're doing that. I hope we don't lose that because I have grown to appreciate that a lot where even just friends or people around me will say, you know what, we were at a really big concert. It was all inside. Like, we're, we're going to wait a few more days and just, like, before we get around everybody. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the consciousness of, hey, what, like, my we were just with my nephew and he was sick. Like, we're going to chill it out. Like, the compassion for hey, this is all happening and let's not ignore it and make make our work more important than these other things in our lives. Yeah, I mean, coming from like previous industries or professional backgrounds, there was always this like minimization of your humanity. Like, I don't know. Like, sorry, you have two kids, but get back to work. Yeah, like you're not allowed to mention that you have kids <laughs> or you're eight months pregnant. Like I'm or- a human yeah, I'm a human being. Right. Like these are like real, like you were seeing is kind of a sign of weakness to be affected by things at work, but really like oh, totally. the holist, like we are whole people. And sometimes, yes, you need to compartmentalize and like put on your big girl pants, but and, like power through, still, like if like, you owe someone something last minute. Yes. Like, but if you're having a bad day, like, I don't know if it's not an emergency, it's not an emergency. Like give people a break. It's very rarely an emergency. Very rarely. And just be so nice. So I've loved that. Just be nice. I mean, yeah, when people 95, like, 99% of my interactions have been wonderful with some real stinkers in there. <laughs> <laughs> Most people are normal. And maybe it's just because who I'm, yeah, like who we edit through too, because we've also gone through multiple rounds of screening. But like, yeah, I want everyone to be understanding of. Hey, this meeting is not going to happen today. Like, you're not going to have my best abilities. And so, can we move it? And yeah, like, is it going to be disappointing sometimes when you're like, hey, we can't do this presentation today? Yeah, that's disappointing for people. But we just hit it again later. Like, what's, a, what's another week? What's another day or two? Like, it's really not, nothing's the end of the world. We were almost there at the end of the world, we, guys. We're so, on the that break. wasn't the thing. Yeah. The end of the world wasn't, oh my God, COVID and shipping delays. Like, that was not it. Like, they're separate disasters. And I think that's a lot of the work from home thing, too. So there's been a lot of, like, immersion of life, which I think is great. Agreed. I think we've experienced this quite a few, well, not quite a few, but a few times, like, in-person events, way more special. I'm just so happy when I can be around people. And I've felt some hesitation recently. Like I'm feeling a little bit of like, might be like PTSD, honestly, where I'm just like hesitant to do things. But when I do them, it's like, okay, God, yes. Like we need to be around people. 
I never regret it. And there's so many people that I've lost touch with in person in, in my local community, especially. And it's starting to come back and events are starting to come back. And it's like so exciting. And they're like, oh my God, I remember I like you. Like I wanted to be around you more. Yeah, or there's so much that you get from a diverse group of people. Like I have an amazing pod and support system, but it's been pretty small. So like to just right. open that up again and I don't know, expand our worldview again. It's really a lot. But there was a big world in front of us. Yeah. For I don't know if I shared this part, but like similar to this, I went and saw Stevie Nicks at the beginning of October. And it was at the Hollywood Bowl, which is a beautiful venue, no matter when you go. Like, it's always it's always fantastic. But there was something so just magical, like enchanting about being in a place where everyone is there for a common, like, cause with love and admiration and excitement and then just, like, the energy of a crowd. And it kind of makes you understand why like rock stars and people do what they do because they're they're the ones standing at the front of all that. But like I turned around during part of that concert and there was just, everybody had like their lighters or their phones out. And then it was just like everyone singing along and the like just completely 100% vibing. And I was like, oh my God, like you can feel that. And even if you just get like glimpses of that by being at High Point or a community event or like a really great group of friends get finally get together to share a meal all with it. Like we get those in like little sprinkles, right? Like it's not always a concert level of a wave of emotion, but it's like we need that. We really do. We need to be around more people. We need to share these things with each other in person together. And I'm grateful to have more of them back. Yes. Kumbaya. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and related to that is. There's nothing like adversity to bring mm. people together around their shared experience. So I have really felt like I feel so much more in common with designers around me because we've had to deal with so much pain and strife and hassle and annoyance and fill in the blank together. Yeah. Like I've never, I said this recently, I never go to bed thinking that no one knows what it's like to be me. I know mm-hmm. I know it's I know that so many designers can empathize and understand so closely to what we go through every day. Even if their experience is just a little different, there's no one who gets it like our community anymore. And that's very reassuring. And again, like that's why it's so important to have this community. I mean, mm-hmm. I have shared a little bit on my Instagram in the past like month or two, just like frustrations are still happening and just kind of like PSA awareness to my followers who are yes. mostly aren't designers, but there are a lot of designers and I get so many comments back from designers of just, yeah, the camaraderie and the me too of it all. Like it's still hard. I mean, it's, I was oh, yeah. talking to my therapist the other day about, um, like, have you, you've probably heard that saying of like the number one feeling of job satisfaction is finishing, completing a task and yes. jobs that don't ever have completion. Those mm-hmm. people are very ins- unsatisfied in their careers. And hello, like 
like that last chair that brings a room together or you never get to take a photograph or you never. uh, Yeah. And I was telling, and I hadn't really said this so explicitly or thought it this way, but like a room unphotographed is a room failed in my mind. If I thought it was going to be photographed. So yeah. Like if you felt, if you looked at it, like this is a portfolio worthy room and then it never gets to get into a portfolio. That's the letdown of a lifetime. Yeah. And it's every time it happens, you're like times this year for very, for different reasons. Yeah. And it sucks. So Anyway. Yeah, because you're like, I would love to do more of these. I want people to see these, and they're out there. And it's like, great, I did the rooms, I worked on them, that's great. But and that's they never why made it out I there. do it. Like I do it for that finished photograph because the photograph means it's done because I styled it to the end, you know. So that yeah. means I never finished and it's it. Finished, and yeah. that is just a letdown. So. Guys, we're all doing thank you for this. designers who listen and get it <laughs> and know that we're having it too. And, like, and sometimes it's just we're not finished yet. And yeah, we're waiting on the one piece and it's going to take another freaking few months. 14 whatever. years. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of the shit's going to be trashed by cats and kids and whatever. But that's what Photoshop's for. So <laughs> it's a weird, it's. It's, like, not going to go away, I don't feel. Like, if that's weird to say, like, I just don't think that that... I don't... Not... I don't think it's happening in 2023. Mm, I don't yeah. think the supply chain's getting fixed. Like, not to get turn this into a state-of-the-market thing, but, like, talking with designers in High Point and everything like that, like, it's not going to be fixed by 2023, y'all. Like, we're still having supply chain issues. We're having a lot of cargo issues. One designer shared with me that... She was talking to vendors who have like, you know, 90% in stock inventory, but like 40% or more damage rate. And I'm just like, well, then what's what's the fucking point? Like <laughs> you have a hundred percent inventory, but half of it's gonna arrive trashed. Like that means you have half in stock inventory. Like and what that doesn't work. Happened. Like, what is the disconnect when we weren't having those rates before? So can we fix that? That part's not going away. That's not gone yet, but thank God people understand it. I will say that seems to be something that isn't like a dirty little secret anymore. Well, that's what I was going to say that like, I think it's important for us to share some of this inside baseball stuff on our platforms because Mm -hmm. we all get it, but, but clients think it's over. And they don't. Yeah, they're like, the pandemic is over, so now everyone let's go. Like, and how come I can't get my Pottery Barn tomorrow? somehow, like, like, our bad vendor decisions or mismanagement or whatever. So, I don't know. Some of it is just, like, still talking about what is really happening and right. the challenges we have. But we're also here to fix. So, just need a little patience. Yeah, like everyone just give it some time. Don't get, I don't know. I feel like the more we talk about it, the more people we're actually like saving from feeling like they are, they need to quit or they can't do it or it's Mm -hmm. not possible, but it is possible. We can do it. We can make it. It's not, I just, I feel like that's grown so much. I have so much more, I have so much more optimism than I did even just two years ago of like, no, we can definitely like, there is a path forward. There's a way out. There's a strategy. 
there's a growth path, like it's possible. Coming into 2020 or like pre-pandemic, I was like, oh no, I don't know. Like what's going to, this is all going down real fast. Mm, so, my optimism has taken a hit, but <laughs> working on that late, therapy. especially like stay on the therapy, stay also like, yeah, you had some bumps in the road from merchandise to damages to like, also just some people lose their cool and like, that's not on you. That's not on the industry. Like some people just have no chill. Well, and like, then if you're dealing with irrational situations, there's no logic that's going to get you through it. So. Oh yeah. But like my optimism for the industry yeah. and for like the growth of what we can do. And like also so many more people, even after the last two years want design, they want to live in beautiful homes. they they understand the importance of where a designer comes into that. Like that continues to grow like day over day that grows more and more people are getting exposed to good design and why it's important. Totally. And they have access to it and are learning from us and want a little piece of it. Yeah. They want some of the magic. Okay. Well, this isn't exactly humanity, but it's, Kind of like humans being acceptable. I don't know. I I like that we're just a more casual world. Just want to wear your Lululemons and <laughs> you're gonna find Rebecca in <laughs> yoga tights and Crocs oh walking around God. inside a Nordstrom or something. Like... I mean, there's a time and a place for yeah. everything, but don't you just think we're like less formal, like in Clothing, maybe it's just because I just own my own business and I decide what I want. Yeah, like I don't have to wear, I, I'm not in like corporate attire anymore, so that's nice. No, you could go to work in a t-shirt and put on a little cardi and that's dre- Yeah, dressed up for me on like a presentation day is usually, you know, I'm wearing like chinos or something usually, but it's like that and a polo. Like, No one I'm- expects you to be wearing like a... Yeah, button up and, I mean, a tie, that's outrageous, but. Yeah, but, like, if I'm going to go to, like, L.A. and hit some showrooms and I'm going to see other industry professionals, like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring my little zhuzhed up outfit for that day because I want to feel fresh and, like. Of course. Feel my oats a little bit. Like, feel like I'm putting on what I want people to, like. Im- <laughs> put, putting on the Ritz. <laughs> like, yeah, I want them to feel like, oh, yeah, he actually, he Gives cares. Like. Yeah, he cares, like, this is a venue where, yes, you should, we're going to be at a really nice lunch that day. We're going to be in front of reps or trade people, and we want to look good. Like, we looked cute at High Point, but we were also comfortable because we knew we were going to be on our feet a lot. I guess that's what I mean is, like, there's a time, like, there's a lot of room for sneakers with dresses. I don't know. I just think it's, like, we're all, like, embracing comfort and taking care of ourselves in different ways. Mm-hmm. And the world is just like calm. Even if down your comfort bit. means Crocs, okay, I'm people. not wearing Crocs. I mean, you know I don't like, love I just want to like clear not you. I know you're not. I wouldn't let you. Well, I, I would not be a GBF if I let you do that. <laughs> I have so hotties in case you need to know. I like, to have some, and it's a big Gen Z thing. I'm hearing. Oh, I know it is, but like they can be wrong. Like oh yeah, there's <laughs> a lot 100% of things that are wrong. wrong. Like, I get it. Everyone's like, but they're so comfortable. I'm like, no, no, I hear it. Like, yes, I hear you. Like, I, I 100% hear you, but they're hideous. Like, like they're gross. 
<laughs> I'm so grateful I don't have to wear Crocs all the time. But there's a lot more comfortable fashion-forward options. There's clogs. There's Birkenstocks. There's Allbirds. There's all sorts of stuff. I need some new Allbirds. We kind of touched on this a little bit, but in general, I think this industry awareness, like there's been a spotlight on our industry from the press Mm -hmm. and news and all that. that Also, everyone buying stuff. Yeah, and I... Like I was telling somebody the other day, like everyone in the world has the one story about the thing that they tried to order and it was delayed. Yes. Like, okay, you have that one story that you just told me for 15 minutes. You had one. That's so, you are so cute. cute. Let me tell you about the 60 items that have a worse story. (laughs) Like, I, yeah, like we are dealing with that on multiple items. And I'm one small designer. Clients with multiple reactions. Yeah, it's every time. Yeah. So they get it at least because most people have experienced something. Um, So it lightens the load. I get fewer shocked emails when I tell people like I just had stuff today that I we checked on for our procurement update, our weekly update. And it was like, oh, that moved from late October to January. Like, oh, uh, okay, like. (laughs) Just well, yeah. Ho- I'm not shocked anymore, and then my clients aren't like they've. I've prepped them, right. and they're hearing about it, and they know. And I'm like, thank God, I'm not in June of 2020 explaining this, or like end of you know beginning of 2021 explaining this to people anymore because they would not. They were upset. Yeah, there's no like primer on it. Yeah, I mean, we. I think we've been doing a much better job communicating upfront, but. Because we're more knowledgeable too, and we're going into our projects. But, and yeah, I do think that like increased demand for our services has just helped a lot of people just like know what we do. And even if people are going to like slow down some of their remodeling, I mean, that Mm -hmm. needed to happen anyway, but they'll know when they're ready for the next time. Like, they're, I don't know, I feel like people are a little bit more. I don't know, sophisticated with design. Savvy. Yeah. 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 There's like that understanding. Like most of the discovery calls I do now, people are like, yeah, it'll depend, I guess, on when. Like no one's like assuming I'm going to start right away. They're like, it would depend on when you can start and when we can get everybody, like get this lined up. Like very rarely is someone like, yeah, so I figured we'd start demo in like three weeks. And you're like, girl, you'll be lucky if it's in three months, let alone three weeks. Like, you know, I've actually had a couple, <laughs> like, I've had a couple experiences lately where I've pleasantly surprised people. <laughs> like, I sold something as it's going to take 20 to 24 weeks and it took 11. Oh. Or like, this was <laughs> supposed to come in at the end of October and it came in the end of September. So, yes, that that's also kind of like a, Fun. Oh my God, is that our new best practice? Are we just going to double lead <gasps> times for people and just be like, okay, I know this is going to be rough. It's going to be four months. And then in reality, we know it's only like four weeks and we're like, oh God, they're going to fucking love we're gonna me. We're like, really terrible expectations. You guys, I pulled some strings. The vendor shipped me the last one from the warehouse. It's going to be here in a week. And then, <laughs> well, you got to be careful that it's not broken. I know. <laughs> I know. I now I'm like, 
on my expediting reports and like, okay, something's shipped, but I'm going to put yes. two to five weeks because it'll be here <laughs> in one week, but if I have to reorder it, it's going to be here in five weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's like, wait, it's got to get shipped, then get to the warehouse. Then they take a couple of weeks to schedule. Like they're so busy. Like, yeah. But yeah, so like we're in that arc of it took so long. We set the expectations up front and then the vendors have kind of like caught up midstream. So yeah, I don't know. I don't Actually, I have been grateful for some of that lately. Like fewer shipping surcharges. Mm-hmm. Like I think some of that is demand-based. I think like internally with Yumi and Claire, we've talked about how we're getting like more and more emails about vendors who are saying that they're removing some of their surcharges. And I, I still think shipping costs are still high. I think they're removing them as a way to help incentivize more sales, which I'm happy for. Like I'm all for that. But then we are also getting shorter lead time notifications from multiple vendors. So this is sort of the market starting to correct itself little by little, like incrementally. And thank God. Like, yeah. And if we can just get those truck drivers to not throw crap off the back of the. Yeah. If the cargo and gate, freight people could just be like a little gentler with everything, like. And like you. It just, I would. Do you watch those GoPro videos where people attach like GoPros to boxes and watch like how they get treated in warehouses God, and stuff? It's terrible. Like the shipping freight cargo industry in general, like they need to, it needs to stop. Like, come on guys. Like there's such a disconnect between the people doing that job because they're probably getting pressured on um, productivity and time. And like, they have to get a bunch of stuff out in a certain time. And they don't pay for the damages. So there's no disincentive to do it because the shipping agents not paying for anything. Yeah. They're disadvantaged and disincentivized if it takes too long. But right. then you think of like our little clients at home that are like, oh, I just want, I want me just my little, they have like so much um, emotional attachment to this thing. It's like, I want my perfect credenza. Well, not even that they're doing something bad, but it's like their precious item that we're waiting for. Or I feel that way sometimes. Like, I just want this sweet little chair to get here. But meanwhile, like some brute is like throwing it around, <laughs> kicking it. Like parkour with your yes. parkour. Like <laughs> and I'm like assigned this value to it that they don't see. What was that? It was like a Japanese show where there's like people doing um obstacle courses and they get like hit into mud pits and <laughs> whatever. <things>. Like <laughs> no, no, no. Um with like with oh do oh I'm gonna remember it. Like, oh, it was called most extreme elimination. And like they <laughs> would literally like send people across like a spinning oh. a spinning ball over a mud pit, and then there would be this like helicopter thing that would knock them off of towers <laughs> and onto like onto an airbag, and like they would just get ravaged. Okay, and that's my y'all, that's every nice. box we ship. <laughs> that's every box that gets put through the shipping process. It is like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, all over the globe. It's like the floor is lava for each of our pieces. Yes, it is God's own miracle to <laughs> us that any of your stuff arrives without damage, like, or can be repaired. Like, it's truly. True. Our world is a miracle that it, it can even exist like this. And so, yes, I am grateful when even 
one out of four pieces arrives without damage. Like, it's- thank you, thank you <laughs> to the to the gods. Like, thank you, turkey gods. Yeah, thank you, turkey gods. Thank you to the gods, new and old. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true. It would be kind of funny to like do that side by side of like we're you know selecting this thing and we're very precious in our presentation and it's going to be this the wow moment of the room yeah yeah and then won't this oak table be so this is going to be gorgeous for you guys to have holiday dinners at and then it's meanwhile in the in the shipping chain it's just like literally like literally dropped off in it in an abandoned alley somewhere like sorry we don't know where your package went dog chewed on it oh god there's like bugs in it (laughs) gross i mean that stuff's really happening truly is a miracle that anything arrives to any project in any condition that's salvageable and i'm at this point, because we've been ripped down so low, I am happy to have whatever I can oh my get. God. I got a when I can rug get delivered it. in my office, and it was, you know, in a clear plastic rug bag. Okay. The, the outside packaging, my hands were like from just picking it up one like time, filthy. black. Like, I don't know where this thing was. So disgusting. And you just have to think, like, and the rug made it okay, yeah, though? Yeah, it was fine. I mean, they double bagged those. Thank God. God. Ugh, so. I'm so grateful <laughs> for heavy-duty plastics. I, for 15 mil <laughs> rug I've bags. I've never been so grateful for the dinosaur petroleum <laughs> goo that got turned into high durability <laughs> plastics. That way we and can do tape. this job. I'm so like, grateful for duct tape. Thank you. Thank you, dinosaurs. Thank you, like, turkey gods. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, no kidding. Well, I... Man. Yeah, I would love that GoPro video. Yeah, I'm going to have to... Maybe I'll... I'm going to try to find some of them, but, like, the big ones that they started with is they started just watching people's luggage go through the airport. I've seen those. And then there's a few more where they do, like... They don't say it is, but it might be like an Amazon fulfillment center type of energy. Mm -hmm. And that's even harder to watch because you're just like, oh, (laughs) because this is stuff I'm ordering. This is stuff I'm ordering that I'm like, it goes through all this. Like it has that has to happen to it. And you're like, well, I guess it does. So wash my hands every time I open a box. (laughs) I mean, yes. Yeah. I mean, y'all, there's a lot to be grateful for. I'm grateful for everyone who's working at those fulfillment centers because, yeah, why would they care? Like, their jobs are mostly terrible. They're not getting paid enough to care. And it's also, like, none of this stuff is essential. Like, none of the stuff I'm shipping is saving anyone's life. It's not masks or medical equipment or medicine or any of that. So thank you to the sofa gods. Everybody who made it all get the stuff here without falling apart, like, we have do have a lot to be grateful for. We do. And hopefully we'll have even more, like less attitude, more gratitude 2023. I don't know. We don't know what we're in is that for. The, is that the slogan for next year? 2023, a year of less attitude, more gratitude? I hope so. But... I mean, I'll I'll have more gratitude in 2023 if Rihanna and Beyonce go on tour. Oh, is that going to happen? So oh, she just released Stay tuned. Well, I'm, well, there's a rumor... 
Well, Beyonce did. Well, Rihanna, Rihanna is, did though, that right? new the new single. She oh. did a new single for the Wakanda Forever movie. Mm. FYI, but the rumor is maybe there will be some touring capability, and then you know the world needs this. But the, world <laughs> the, the world has needs asked for this. Now. <laughs> heal the world. I was going heal the world. Oh. <laughs> but yeah. I, Everyone hold hands, have a Coca-Cola, whatever. Like Yeah, I just hope we're heading into I don't know. I don't know what I can't predict, obviously, but like I just read a book recently that was like New Year's 2019 and everyone's like lives were like, oh, it's all coming together. We're so excited. And then you just know oh, no. what's gonna happen. Like <laughs> I kind of feel like that was me. It's like, but that never did happen. It never did come together. It never did. No. It's the Mary J. Blige TikTok meme. (laughs) Anyway. So anyway, yeah. Who knows? Celebrations all around. 2023. Thank you, hotties. Thank you, hotties. And hotties. Oh, we should say really quick that West Coast hotties, we're going to be in Vegas and um, KBiz this year. We're not doing anything like specific, but if you're there, shout us out. Yeah, shout if you're going to Vegas Market. Shout if you're going to be at KBiz. If you do a lot of kitchen and bathroom, KBiz is the place to be. It happens to coincide with Vegas Market this year. So and if you haven't booked your hotel, you, can hit you a should twofer. definitely have, be doing that. My God, the shockingness of the hotels. Like, good news about Vegas. If you can't get a hotel, you can just wander the streets all night because <laughs> God, you're gonna- it's going to be... It's going to be rough out there. The prices were getting crazy. Like so turkeys. Book a room with a friend yeah. if you can. And I feel like it's the hot spot to be. I, it's always fun when the, they coincide together like this. So, so just shouting that out. It's coming up. We're going to be out there. Find us. Holla at your girl and your boy. Like, <laughs> let's do it. So until next time. Stay hot, designers. Thanks for listening to the Hot Young Designers Club podcast. For more on what we talked about today, check out the show notes. Your support helps us grow, so share with your design besties. And subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Our conversations continue on Instagram. And be sure to download our monthly resources on our website and our Patreon. 